Clearly, all of us recognize that climate change is a massive existential crisis and we should move as quickly as possible to renewable energy. However, the energy that exists, the energy infrastructure is not good enough to power the entire electrical grid in a lot of these countries. And Western Europe is basically destroying not only its own popular economy, like the, the amount of money that people have like to pay for basic goods, but also it's destroying its industries. Because if you think about it, who are the main consumers of energy in a country? It's not average households. It's big companies. It's big industries. It's big factories. They use a lot of energy. And Germany especially is the industrial powerhouse of Europe. Germany never deindustrialized, unlike the U.S., partially, but not to the level of the U.S. Germany still manufactures a lot of technology, a lot of machines, you know, luxury cars. And basically what's happening is that German goods are being priced out of the market because they're becoming so expensive because energy in Germany is becoming so expensive because European countries are refusing to buy Russian oil and gas, which means that they have to import really expensive U.S. liquefied natural gas, LNG, which has to be sent across the ocean, and they don't even have the infrastructure for it, so it's very expensive. And then, of course, because there's a lack of energy, of course, basic supply and demand, when there's when the supply goes down and the demand stays the same, the price goes up. So we've seen that in many countries in Europe, their energy prices have been skyrocketing by like 400 or 500%. It's happening in the US too, but not nearly as bad as in Europe. We've even seen protests by German unions because the German labor sector, uh, the German union movement is not as weak as in the US. There still are a lot of powerful labor unions. And they're warning, they're like, look, entire industries may now be bankrupt because they can't afford the energy. And if they have to pay such high rates for energy, that means that they're going to increase the, the prices of their products. So, you know, for instance, like BMWs and Volkswagens, they're already pretty expensive cars, but they're going to have to spend even more to produce them, which means they're going to increase the price of German cars on the market. And if they become too expensive, not that many people are going to buy German cars unless for some reason they really like German cars. They can go buy a Japanese car or a South Korean car or increasingly Chinese cars, which are getting better in, in quality. So what's happening is Europe, you know, under the leadership of the U.S., is basically trying to to wean itself off of Russian energy in a few months, which is not something you can do in a few months. This is something that takes a few years to create the new energy infrastructure. We've seen that the, the German Nord Stream 2 pipeline with Russia has been closed down, which is one of the main U.S. goals. We saw that Victoria Newland, the third in command of the U.S. State Department and the architect of the Ukraine coup in 2014, and the, the wife of neocon Robert Kagan, who is now in the, she's in the, the Biden administration and was in the Obama administration as well. You know, she admitted back before Russia invaded in February of this year that the U.S. was trying to pressure Germany to close the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. So this is where we are. And economist Michael Hudson has been really just, you know, screaming out loud, warning, being like, look, Europe, you are destroying your economy on behalf of the U.S., the only countries that benefit from this, ironically, are the U.S. and China. Obviously, for Russia, with all the sanctions and everything, it's hurting Russia. And for the U.S., the U.S. is making more money because it's destroying competitors in Europe. 
which means that it has captive markets in Europe for U.S. corporations. And it also is making more money because the U.S. is exporting its energy to Europe. And it's going to have European dependency on U.S. energy. And then furthermore, we also see that China is benefiting because Russia is now further incentivized to instead of exporting its oil and gas to Europe, it's going to make long-term oil and gas contracts with China. It's building a third pipeline with China. And Russia is also exporting its oil and gas to India and other countries. So they're benefiting and Europe is suffering. 